Welcome back, Love Letter listeners. Today we have Brandon and Gianna Vera from the Biggie Collective. The Biggie Collective are a Norfolk-based brother and sister graphic design team. The Biggie Collective are the artists behind the animation in Little Morticians. Hey! Hello! How are you two doing? Very good, how are you? Good, how are you? Great, it's good to see you. So where are you two calling in from? Norfolk, our um, Biggie headquarters. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Biggie, okay, I was wondering how it was pronounced because I've until now only seen it written. Oh yeah, a lot of people love to say uh, BG. But um, we didn't want to rip off, you know, the... The disco the, group. The, disco group. <laughs> the Bee Gees. <laughs> okay, well, I like it. It's a little bit more, you know, Biggie, Biggie Smalls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's why our hashtag is make it Biggie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, make ah, it big. That's cute. I love that. So how long have you two been working together? Well, we officially started June 29th. That's uh, of last year. Of last year. Yeah. So, but I mean, we've always been like working together on pretty much everything. Yeah, it's kind of funny because um, I started graphic design back in college, um, kind of on the side. And I was doing it for about like five years freelancing here and there, um, just independently. And then last year, my sister and I um, started talking because she's very into like illustrating and she's very, um, very good at um, design as well and we just started talking and we're like you know what we should like join forces create our own design company and just go for it and here we are now (laughs) that's awesome and you started things right in the height of the pandemic yes we did well that's exactly why we started you know there was such there was such a heavy need for you know some type of positivity there was there was just circulation of you know negative news and everyone was going through their their mental hardships and we we were like how can we alleviate that how can we kind of contribute back to our community because we're so used to seeing people outside you know walking and going to all these local places and then all of a sudden we looked outside and it's a ghost town and we're like this doesn't feel you know like home anymore and how can we kind of bring that back so we got to brainstorming and um, I was traditionally paper and pencil and my brother was, you know, great with his computer. And we're like, how can we kind of join forces here and create something special? And I think also like in addition to that, mm-hmm. um, because everyone was like locked inside and we yes. had to be quarantined, I think kind of designing the outside world from our perspective kind of helped with it like almost escaping artistically (laughs) outside the house. So I don't know, that was kind of our own like sort of therapy too. Yeah, like bringing bringing outside inside. Inside. Somehow, (laughs) how can we kind of like socialize? Safely, that's awesome. So where did you go to school? Uh, We both went, well, we both started in Norfolk in Little Creek. And then um, we both transferred to um, Lansdowne High School, uh, Lansdowne. Yeah. We went to Lansdowne like all. Lansdown and Virginia Beach and then um, Regent University yep. for college and I finished grad school and my sister is almost done with grad school. Yes, so I'm getting through it right now. Yeah. <laughs> and congratulations. Thank you. So what projects are you working on right now? 
Oof, I feel like we're doing so many things at once. Actually, we have so many things planned to share. Um, yeah. Well, recently um, we worked on a project, like a little animation and mm -hmm. announcement for a local um, food truck mm -hmm. called Market Soul. Um, he's currently at, or Chef Ryan Tyler is currently at um, Gershwin's on Granby Street. He has a series of um, kind of like a food pop-up and he has different menus that mm -hmm. he introduces. Um, I believe it's monthly. It's going to be the first Monday of each month now. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's an official series. So this one's really, really cool. Yeah, so he's collaborating with another chef. Um, another project that we recently done was- Uno District. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, we just, yes. It. So um, Neon just District is doing something really cool and showcasing a lot of, I think about how many 20 local artists in the area um, to kind of create something for the Greyhound station. And the old location, they're going to pretty much cover up one side of the wall with all of the art. So we were actually um, one of the 20 to be picked for it and it will be showcased very soon. Yeah, we'll be taking yeah. a selfie in front of it yes. as soon as they like print it up and put up everyone's art on, yes. on the wall. That one is very, very exciting. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations. So how do you reach out to people or do people, do you find they come to you more for the work that you're doing? It's been both. It's been a good amount of both, I, I want to say. I want to say like it's um, primarily word of mouth. So kind of our strategy on Instagram is like, for example, today is National Bubble Tea Day or Boba Tea Day. Okay. And basically we create like a graphic that's about like the national day or whatever is on on uh, I think there's a website called nationaldaycalendar.com. Oh yeah. So we kind of like that has helped us so much create content. Yeah. yeah. So we kind of look up like what is being celebrated on a certain day. We create a graphic that's about the topic, and then we we basically um, tag mm -hmm. or even um, kind of um, talk about any businesses in our local area that also relate, relate to, to that it. topic. Yeah. And that's how we kind of got in our name out there. So for example, the other day we did um, National Gardening yes, Day. Yes, that one was, I think that one is probably one of my, my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one. There was actually a market where they were doing like this plant exchange here in Selden Market. And that's where like a lot of the local businesses kind of just, you know, come together and people are able to see what's going on. And I, I love that place because it showcases new new businesses all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's actually another way that we kind of reach out to a lot of other local businesses, smaller businesses. Um, they do like events sometimes and we go there and we love to just talk to everybody and kind of get a feel for what they're doing, introduce ourselves. And then we also kind of cover it as well. So we've kind of tapped into some videography as well. Yeah. So we can just kind of share the experience. And, you know, a lot of people are still, you know, kind of unsure about, you know, can I go outside? So we try to cover as much as possible, take as many pictures and, you know, design. Okay. So when you go to things like this, where you're really trying to network, do you generally have just like a digital portfolio? Uh, it's a mixture. Yeah, all kind of uh, yeah. So we have our business cards um, with us always handy. Of course. So we give that out during our conversations. We also 
Um, I mean, I mean, I think the the most important key that I think that's worked for us is cultivating relationship with people. Um, we're not like purely just networking just to find business, but we're also trying to create relationship too. Um, I think coming from like a very family oriented um, type of atmosphere, we're very focused on on relationship and caring about people and not just profit, if that makes yeah. sense. Because with this, we've actually been able to just meet so many yeah. people in our community. And it's been it's been just very interesting on like how how close you can get to somebody through, you know, these platforms now. You know, like we've created these graphics for some people that um, that we've just seen and we, we love their work. So we're like, oh, how can we honor them? You know, how can we kind of spread what they're doing around in the community? Correct. And then that's kind of how we start, you know, making that conversation and getting to know these these talented people in our area. That's so beautiful. So you really start with a passion for what you're doing and a passion for creating something that goes beyond just one project. Yes, Correct. exactly. And that's that's what we wanted to do with this business. We said if we're going to do something, we want it to be completely genuine. We want to be able to reach as many people as possible and really just get to know our community because we're very social people and with this pandemic we were you know locked inside and we're like wow like we miss our family we miss our friends and we miss you know just interacting with the people here so that definitely was the main focus for what we were doing i think we've gotten closer if anything with people as soon yes. as we started biggie and mm -hmm actually having um, like a meaningful conversation mm -hmm. um, instead of just very surface level or <laughs> just like, oh, we're just posting designs with no like intention. Mm -hmm. So like everything we're, we're doing it has intention behind it. Um, I'm trying to make it meaningful. That's beautiful. <laughs> that's, that's really been the nicest part about connecting with people for, for this, for me, is seeing that yeah. it is always very community-based. It's a lot of families working together to make this area better. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's wonderful. Is there someone out there that you hope is listening right now? Ooh, that's a great question. Ariana Grande. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ariana Grande. Definitely, definitely her. Um, yeah, Pharrell. Pharrell. Oh my goodness, Pharrell. Yes, we love yeah. all the work he's been doing. Like. Norfolk has been on the come up, you know, for a couple of years now. And right after his event, Something in the Water, we saw like this explosion of art. And that, I feel like that's when a lot of people started wanting to come together. And then, you know, once the pandemic hit, that had that event had ended, but the community was still very much together, very much sewn together. And, you know, they, they want that event to come back. And I, I think that was the best part for me, just I love seeing that kind of unity. And once that happened, we're like, oh, okay. Like art really does make a difference. So let's try it. It does. It really, I think it put Norfolk and like, well, um, well Virginia. 757. 757 yeah. on the map. Definitely. Of like popular media. There, there was more attention on Virginia as crazy. Like a potential place that could be of like the same caliber of like New York or like California, mm -hmm. like these like name, name dropping type of states. It's just like, I think Virginia is starting to um, kind of gain that recognition. 
which, which I, I hope it continues to do so with mm-hmm. Pharrell like kind of putting spearheading, spearheading this, whole, that. this whole thing yeah. yeah so how would you describe your style Ooh, I'll let you okay that one. so I think the best way to describe it is um, bold minimalism okay. so we really believe in simplicity and I think there's a lot of elegance in simplicity. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a very um, simple approach to designing where we kind of want to highlight very um, prominent features. Like for example, like in our character illustrations, we often highlight um, very unique features of people that are very noticeable, but also like stripping down the illustration just to be um, very simple, um, complemented by bold colors. I think that's how we pretty much approach most projects. As far as I know, it, it's been doing well <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so far. Um, I think making it, you know, very simple, it also helps kind of break down the area too, because I've had a lot of people message me personally, like, oh, wow, like I've, I didn't see this place before. And they're like, oh, I didn't even know that was like part of that building or this or that, or, um, uh, for example, the the project we just did with Market Soul, he he specifically said, "Oh, I, I would love you know my locks to show." So, just kind of focusing on like his hair and like we emphasized sure, it. Yeah, yeah, emphasizing that it also helps give our audience that room and kind of like that power to kind of interpret a lot of our art and say, oh, okay, like, I love this part of it because it inspired me and felt, made me feel this way. And we're like, oh, wow, you know, we didn't think about that. Yeah. And we wanted the art to speak for itself, speak for itself, but also be personal. Yeah. And also I think it works well in like an editorial space or commercial space. So mm-hmm. for example, if like a company needs like a, an effective advertisement, mm-hmm. oftentimes a very simple design will not distract from the message so um i think our like bold minimalism is very versatile Mm -hmm. whether we we are creating for yeah yeah, Mm -hmm. creating for like a a personal project for someone like for their birthday or even like for a company that is like needing an advertisement Mm -hmm. to convey a particular message it's beautiful it's very unique and it's relatable and i feel like it's distinctive. It's not something that you see everybody else doing. Yes, and that was actually a, a main part of when we were, you know, creating B, we were like, how can we, how can we be different? Because Norfolk yeah. is filled with art, filled with artists, like just everywhere. When you drive through Norfolk, you'll see murals, col- colorful murals, the neon district covered with them. And we we're like, wow, like, I wish we could paint, I wish we could do this. And we're like, but you know, we can do other things. And then once we teamed up and we were like, oh, you know, graphic design is a perfect way to do this. We realized nobody was really covering Norfolk that way. And we wanted to fill that gap and kind of, you know, again, contribute to our community the best way that we could. And this community accepts art in just so many forms. Yeah, actually, like, honestly, I think we've received so many nice compliments and just so much support that oh my goodness, it's like yes. surprised me. <laughs> yeah, the like, love has been just amazing. And I, felt, I always felt like some anxiety, like <laughs> like underlying anxiety, just because I'm, whenever we put our stuff out there, it's so vulnerable and it's just like, yes. you don't know how it will be received. But 
I, I don't think we've ever come across any negativity like regarding it. Well, I mean, we're also very, very careful on you know yeah. the topics that we cover and what we what we choose to cover, and we always make sure that it's it's something that will make a statement, but also you know bring some happiness to whosoever eyes it lays on. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like you're also giving an opportunity to learn about something new every day since you cover so many different kinds <laughs> of businesses. Vanessa, <laughs> when I tell you the, the amount of research that goes into wow. every single post that we, I have, so for example, um, like, um, like my sister was mentioning before about the Neon District project where they're putting everyone's um, art on, on the side of the, the Greyhound station mm-hmm. um, since it's closed down. We, we actually, um, when we were reading the prompt to submit to that, um, oh, that competition, <laughs> we learned about the history of the Model T by Henry Ford. We learned about like the Greyhound station and the history of its like establishment in that corner. Mm-hmm. I I feel like I it never anticipated. Days. It was like days of research. And yeah. then because we, we love to be as thorough as possible. Because like we said, because our art is so simple, we do need certain features to kind of like pop out more. And be intentional. Exactly. So we're like, how can we, you know, include all this information to, you know, just one graphic and kind of include little like hints to what things are, like what people will see in our art. But the amount of research that goes into just every piece, even if we're posting to just a story or we're doing like a video, like every piece um, of the graphic is very, very important to us. Literally, so. I've never felt more academic in my life. Oh, yeah. And I like, we're both, we're both <laughs> in grad school, so it's like yeah. crazy. Um, but like Gigi was saying, I, I think, because I think she has such great taste in music, um, she always has a song that goes with every single one of our oh, graphics. That's, that's number one for me. Like, she knows a lyric, like, if it's about a son, she knows a song that has the word son in it. And Absolutely. It's just, it's just crazy how, like, there's, well you put that together. There's the actual, you know, once we get our topic, we're like, all right, let's research the topic. Then we kind of break it down. And we're like, all right, what do we want to really attack here? What year did it happen? <laughs> Who was there? What's the focus of it? Then we, we we finally have that idea then we start you know illustrating it and we're like doing this ping pong kind of like idea exchange yeah and then um sometimes maybe it's a topic maybe it's you know the national day or sometimes it's the song that inspires me or you know my brother to like oh okay that'd be perfect to include here so it it really just depends but I think every time we go out for a drive, my eyes are like just open. They're always open and looking all around. Honestly, I think sure. I see Norfolk in such a different way now. Oh yes, absolutely. Than I I ever did before. Mm-hmm. It's a sensory experience, and you you do that with your art too. Mm-hmm. The multiple mediums. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I'm starting to know every brick of, <laughs> yeah. this, of this town because <laughs> we're designing every single yep. little thing. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it was a long time coming to get to the point that you're at now? And did you feel like you kind of had to adapt your style initially or did it all just kind of come together organically? I wanna say both. Yeah. Because I know, well, speaking for myself, um, I've always loved art. I've always wanted to be more involved in art. And, you know, growing up, I was like, okay, you know, corporate job this, corporate that, you know, go traditional, you know, school and then this and that. And then once the pandemic hit, 
you know, everything started getting way harder. And we just kind of looked at each other and we're like, what do we truly, truly love and want to do? And that kind of planted the seed for what has been organically growing now. And I think the key word for me there was corporate. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that triggers me quite much. Yes. <laughs> I am like, I was on that traditional um, like path of being in, in the corporate environment, doing the nine to five, which is like, I think it's super it's so jading and wearing on my heart especially for being a creative and just being in like the cubicle um lifestyle like very confined I I definitely commend anyone who does the nine to five and is very happy Mm -hmm. with it you know like to each their own but for like my own sake I think Biggie has definitely been like a saving grace for me just because it allowed me to um see that there's financial possibility in art where I, I always thought like being pragmatic or practical was like the best way to go about things. And then like art would be a hobby on the side. But the more I can, like I see like a side hustle being an actual like full-time hustle has really like opened my eyes to like the possibility of being happy with my occupation, but also being my passion at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you agree because no, yes, you absolutely. don't even like corporate that much. <laughs> no, I mean, it's definitely not what I want to do. It was always just something that was on my mind. Like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know? And seeing, and, and actually just moving to Norfolk, moving back to Norfolk changed my view on so many things. Yeah. And then with Biggie, as it was, you know, as it's been growing, that's how we kind of saw like, oh, this is, this is real. You know, like we had made our first post and it wasn't until somebody was like, oh, my friends made this business. I was like, whoa, we, someone just called us a business. Oh, that was <laughs> surreal. That was really just like, that opened my eyes. I was like, wow, like we're really doing this. Like yeah. we knew what we were doing, but. In my head, I'm just like, oh, it. we just have a new IG account. Yeah. But, <laughs> but as yeah. soon as someone put business to our name. We were like, wow, this is like, different. This is hitting really different now. So. Then that makes me want to ask you, is this your main, I guess your main source of income or are you still doing a nine to five grind deal in addition to this? So um, personally, I've decided to, um, or recently, mm-hmm. to take the jump and put um, full, energy. full energy into full Biggie. Energy. Um, and I do have to say that we thank our parents oh for goodness. supporting for us. Everything. Um, throughout this journey, um, I think in the beginning they were they were also a little hesitant. I mean, we were all hesitant. Um, Definitely, it was and, a it was a family discussion. When yeah, we had disguised, uh, decided that we wanted to do a full time, you know, creative job. We said we wanted to put everything that we had and like just saved up for this. And we're like, this is what we want to do. Let's try it out. And you know, if it goes. Horribly, horribly wrong. We have our education <laughs> and we can get yeah. back into we 95. We have our education, you know, we have a plan <laughs> B, C, D, ready to go. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I think, and I think it was until the moment where we were starting to get tangible results mm-hmm. that like showed our parents and just even us too, just like yes. there's value to art and also art can be a, an actual living. like. 
I've never doubted it that it, it can provide that financial support everyone needs, but it's like kind of hard in the very beginning. When, when it's, it's just, yourself. When it's yourself. Like and you're, you're putting yourself out there just so much every single day. It's, you know, there's days that we're not sleeping, you know, the, it's a grind, like 24 Oh my gosh, seven. I don't know what sleep is anymore. Like <laughs> that, we're, we're done. <laughs> but the thing is, this amount of work that we're doing, it's not painful. It's not. I enjoy it. Yeah, I don't yeah. dread, you know, coming to um, Big work. E and work and, you know, just putting everything on the table. I'm like, all right, this is what we have to do. Let's do this. Let's design. Like it's, it's just constantly a creative and, you know, safe and happy place that we've made it. So like having this as a full-time job, this is beautiful. It's yeah. your passion and you can grow here. That's amazing. I commend you for taking that leap of faith and, and making it work. Not everybody has the guts to do that. You two are making it work. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Thank I will you. say though, I mean, again, with the pandemic, a lot of people, a lot of people in my generation, I've seen the growth of businesses, small businesses. Oh my gosh, everyone is And I love business. it. I love yeah. seeing that. I love seeing the the confidence and the independence that has grown in people during this time. Like, oh, you know, I have this talent. I want to use it. How can I help other people? Yeah. And that just, again, that opened my eyes. And every time we find a new business, it's very inspiring. Like, we're in the middle of our journey and you know we'll see other people starting or they're doing amazing they're growing even more and it's like it's just a very supportive community to be a part of i think also with this generation though um i think a lot of people are searching for autonomy like apart yeah. from being in like corporate mm -hmm. they want to do their own individual thing and i think with the internet it's making that possible to monetize your passion where you can actually make a living off of doing what you love Mm -hmm. And I think that's why everyone's doing like very non-traditional type of like um, vocations or occupations. It's really challenging that. But it inspires me though. I like, love it. I'm mm -hmm. just like, wow. I mean, if they can do it, I can do it too, you know? Yep. Sort of thing. Yep. And that's been the mindset this whole yeah. time. Well, it has to work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> So what would you say you've learned the most in this? It's almost a year now since you started, right? That's crazy. Oh, dang. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Um, I'll definitely say organization is very important. <laughs> very, very, very important. Because it's not like, you know, your corporate job where it's like you go and they pretty much have everything set and you just kind of follow their directions. Set. You're making everything yourself, your schedule. Um, the content, the planning, it's just, it's everything. And it like, even apart from that, it's just like understanding the the business aspect of it, yes. where you have to establish like your LLC or like what what do your profit and, and like what your profit margins are, it's, like. We've had to tap into, you know, art in itself, learning more about graphic design, different programs. We've had to tap into marketing, um, you know, social media, when to post, what hashtags to use, um, who to reach out to, how how to reach out to people, the just like the overall business aspect. We've we've just learned so much. <laughs> we've learned so much. Like every day we're still learning, we're still, you know, growing. Yeah. And I don't think it's just one thing I could take away. It's been a million. Yeah. I think I I think it's also helped us 
have even more like deep conversations too because oh, yes. I think with having a business you learn so many layers of just like everything where, where like mm-hmm. it really like rounds you out oh, I mean like in the best way yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> like it just in knowledge so like mm-hmm. I feel like I've learned so much that I like I can talk about now where it's just like I can talk mm-hmm. about so many different things of like finances, yep. business, <laughs> time management, organization. It's contracts. Contracts. Like it's been it's been everything. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> so, what would you say has been the most helpful thing with getting on track? For me, I think what helped me out the most was um, using Google Suite or learning how to use like um, like uh, like Excel. Google so we can Drive, yeah, Google pretty Drive, much. pretty much. Um, I think Excel for me just because we had tried so many. Yeah. There was just so many programs and things that we were or apps too. We we're like, all right, what can actually help us like stay organized? Because I personally have like a million like little notebooks, like one specifically for um, you know, sketching out like a bigger design and then I have a smaller one for little small designs or like little notes. So that's kinda like my pocketbook. And then I have another one just for like notes if I need for specifically like for marketing. And eventually, you know, that gets really heavy and my backpack gets huge of just like all these notes. So I definitely think, I agree with the Google Drive. Yeah. That has probably helped us stay organized the most. And we we set a routine, a very strict routine. So we're like, we know how we are. So let's make sure our times, we're like on time with this, we do this. It's like yeah. every day we start at 12 p.m. and then like our end of the day, it's kind of like 8 p.m. I mean, well, we'll say it's like a, we start at like 12 and then we say we end at six. That's like our official like business hours. And then after six, we, you know, we could take a break. It's whatever we want to do, but we don't take a break. We don't. We're, <laughs> we're, we're still working. We'll be texting each other like, you know, oh, did one, you get this two, done? like, hey, are you still up? We're like, yeah, you know, I'm up. <laughs> I'm still animating this. <laughs> I'm still designing this. So. But we, we definitely try to stay on track with our routine. Setting yeah. that has been very pivotal and has helped us stay the most organized. Yeah. Well, for me, just overall Google Suite, Google Calendar. Oh my gosh, I love Google. Google Calendar. I love having all the time set and like the descriptions. Mm-hmm. And I think just keeping that calendar on my phone and like computer has helped me the most. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I'm very like task oriented. I like crossing off things off yep. like my list. Amen. So when I get to take off something off like our calendar. It feels we'll really great. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so satisfying. It's just such a psychological thing. I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, I achieved this. Yep. Next thing. Or like seeing less things on my list. But like, yep. I mean, I know that there's going to be more on that list. But the more I can yeah. like <laughs> cross off, it mm-hmm. just feels better. I feel like we have like 10,000 different lists. <laughs> yeah. So I want to circle back a little bit since you Mm -hmm. said that you end up having to do a lot of research before you even go into the design aspect. Do you kind of budget your time around that too? Or do you find yourself kind of blending into still researching while doing design? I think we we multitask. Yeah. It also depends on the actual project or topic because some pretty much have it laid out and then some have like so many details where it's like all right well let's start designing and then once we get to this specific part let's look this up and then it helps us like to break everything down 
So it, it really just does depend. I think it, it also depends on the deadline too. So yeah. like if the date is like the next day, we know we have to kind of hustle. Yeah. But if we have some time, we kind of prioritize our day on like what needs to get done first mm-hmm. and what has priority that at that time frame. Mm-hmm. So it, it just, it's really depending on the project really. Mm-hmm. You find that having started this has changed the way you create? I'd say in some ways, yeah. Good question. I would definitely think so because I know before I was like, all right, I need my topic so I can just design the entire time. But then I realized that's not as realistic because it's it's very hard to remember every single thing that you want to include. No matter like if I create the list or not, it's like I, I need to go back and read it maybe 10 different times because each time I find something new or I get inspired by like a new idea. So I like to constantly like read and just research and figure out, okay, which parts do I want to really focus on and emphasize in, you know, a character or any design. But, but I think what's changed really is our collaboration process. So for example, like the way we've been able, actually the way we've been able to like put out so much content so quickly because we were doing like maybe one post a week or something at, yeah, we in were the struggling. beginning. <laughs> we were struggling. <laughs> um, it got to the point where my sister would do an initial draft very quickly. She's just like, she's a speed monster <laughs> when it comes to the character illustration. So basically, we, oh, actually this is a better way to um, kind of talk about it. So we both have our like specialties. My sister is very good at character illustration. Um, very um, specific features on people. Mm-hmm. And then I'm more focused on architectural stuff or even objects. I like I like creating like windows and buildings and cars, I don't know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. So if the project calls for like a person in like a city, my sister would create the person first really quickly mm-hmm. while I'm doing the city. Yep. She then sends me that character illustration and then I modify that into the city and then she starts on another project right after she finishes that so it's kind of like almost like an assembly line where like she starts it off first and then sends it to me or even vice versa where Mm -hmm. like i start off with something if i finish before her then i send it to her for her to incorporate that sort of thing yeah and then we we edit each other's work and then we kind of like right are we happy with this final product yes no and then we just kind of go from there and then we're just we're constantly creating so we don't we don't want to waste any time because there's you know there's something new happening every single day and you know norfolk is constantly having you know events or there's a new business or there's just a new topic going on and we're like all right we need to be able to stay on top of everything um as much as possible the i think the thing that we've learned about social media or at least for me i'll speak for myself is that being consistent and being consistently in everyone's face <laughs> or on their phones is yeah. the most important for exposure. In their eyes. <laughs> no, but, yeah. but seriously, like it, the concept of consistency is so important to keep your machine moving and to keep people interested in your work. Cause if you're gone for like a like, week or two, a week or two, people have forgotten you and your engagement just goes so low. Yeah. You definitely have to remember that like the minute that you post something, it's, it's, you know, it's in everybody's, eyes for like maybe a good two to three hours and then it starts and they to forgot about you and then it's like all right we need a new a new post now so you know the attention span um 
of, of people of are the average goldfish. Person. It's, it's, yeah, it's just very <laughs> small now. But I mean, it's it's you know, it's me too. Now that we're constantly creating, yeah, uh, we're constantly looking for something that like jumps at us, like oh wow, like this is definitely what we need to cover, or wow, this art is beautiful. So we even know that like we need to be able to be like wow to be like oh wow, we need to create something similar, or, like. Yeah, it's about something. being bold, um, fulfilling that instant gratification that social media has like really made everyone to be like, I'm I'm very guilty of it myself. It's just mm -hmm. like, yeah, that one second to impress someone. Impression. Yeah. The first impression. Yeah, it's it's crazy. When we go through that, like every single time we're posting a new thing. Oh it's my like, gosh. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we, we hope we didn't disappoint. <laughs> I love that you two delegate responsibilities based off of your strength, so you're able to work on more than one project at the same time. That's pretty cool. Thank you. It's a great system, so you're able to cover more ground. I mean, I'm glad I like love her. So. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> no, but I think that's what makes this work so well, is because we we're like best friends first, and it's yeah, and it's made this all much easier not to say we haven't had arguments or anything but like oh definitely i mean like we we won't see eye to eye on every single you know assignment or yeah. project so it's like when when we i like to call it storming when we're like storming <laughs> we're like all right let's stop for like a second and like just kind of like talk about a different project and then yeah. we'll get back to it so we know when we need to kind of like step away and then we'll come back yeah that's the great thing about working with someone that you grew up with, you know, you know each other's strengths, you know each other's weaknesses, you know when it's time to walk away. Yes, and you know, a lot of people say like, don't get in business with your family. And we both kind of laugh at that because we're like, well, we're the only... I only trust you. Yeah, I, I would only work with my brother. <laughs> so like, I don't like... trust anyone else. Your Scorpio is showing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Man. Every time, I read oh, Scorpio, every time I read my horoscope, I'm like, oh, that's so mean. I hate this. I hate <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, I love it. No, that was perfect. That was definitely perfect. So, you two are always busy because this is not the only thing that you're working on tell me a little bit more about what else you're doing besides the big uh, yeah I, a lot i think we've grown up always busy. used to being like being busy and doing like twelve thousand things like in high school i was in like 12 extracurricular activities Gigi was in like 14 i think yeah and <laughs> i like, don't even know how we did that it was... i don't know we've always but at the same time it's just like we we don't like to like not do anything like we if i don't feel productive during the day i feel like dang did i really waste the day and yeah i mean like d again with all the, the the time that we've had during this this pandemic it was like i don't want to just you know be a couch potato forever because i i mean i definitely took my days off and i was like wow this is kind of nice to take in a the break. beginning it's nice yeah. and then afterward it gets um, boring well but, like for me, um, in addition to Biggie, I personally have my own music project. Amazing um, music project. Thank you. Um, so my artist name is Brandon Dillon with no vowels. Yes. <laughs> um, he kept the Y though. I kept the, <laughs> kept the Y. Sometimes Y. <laughs> <laughs> the Y is very important to me. Um, so 
that had well music has always been part of our lives um yes. we grew up doing talent shows together we did um, every single talent show. yeah um, it was every year what are we doing this year brandon yeah like, what we need a song we need to do like a whole thing and yeah. then he actually made it a real thing and you know started doing his own music and when he showed me his like first initial like set or like collection of songs i remember just kind of sitting there and like crying i was like wow I she was, never cries. So it was just <laughs> so weird to me. I was just like, what? I was like, wow. I did not expect any of this because, again, we kind of, I think we're so used to just throwing ourselves into projects. You know, whether we know the information or not, we're going to learn it. And that's what he pretty much did with this music. He was like, I've always wanted to do this. I'm going to do it now. It, it's expensive, too. So, like, I was just like, I think if I teach myself, then I don't have to shell out so much money. <laughs> so it's also like a budget thing too. Absolutely. <laughs> but I think I have such a huge appreciation now for like the engineering part too. Um, just because I, I really loved learning the, the behind the scenes of music and just like not only have like the music theory portion of it, but also like the, the technical portion of it. So like maybe one day if I do enter like an official studio at some point, I'll like understand what, what the engineer is saying and tell them, um, that's wrong. <laughs> I need extra like I need, reverb on I need this. extra there. I can add like 10 harmonies here, you know? Yeah. <laughs> do you see yourselves collaborating with music in the future? That's funny you say that. <laughs> So, I mean, we've, we've talked about it a lot. Yeah. So, and I think we have some things in the works. Well, yeah, way more to like, I think the fall. Mm -hmm. You'll be hearing some new stuff. I actually have new stuff coming soon, but the fall yeah, is gonna so be- so good. I'm very excited for this, this season. Ooh, that's perfect because this episode will come out in September anyway. So we'll be- Oh, so oh my gosh. Right in time. Yes, well. Yeah, here's a shout out to my future self. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. That's going to be great. Yeah, so I am very excited for the future. Um, I, I especially want to do more, more Spanish music too. Mm -hmm. Just um, I want to tap into more of my Hispanic heritage mm -hmm. a bit more. So I'll be going a little more Hispanic in the fall. <laughs> okay. Like slight transition. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Do you have any final messages that you would like to give to our listeners? Do it. <laughs> Simply just do it. Whatever you've been waiting to do, do it. Because with with Biggie, it's made it's made so many big things seem possible for for us. Definitely. Yes. And I think just to add to that, doing it, don't feel like you have to know how to do something before you even do it. It's like you'll learn along the way mm -hmm. because as prepared as anyone can be, I think there's just always more that you will have to learn on that journey. Yeah. So it's just kind of jumping head first and not being scared to, to jump. Cause I think that's the hardest part is the jumping or the leap of faith. Yeah. And after you do that, I think that's when everything gets a little bit easier. Well, let me take that back. Not easier, yeah. but but more possible and if it doesn't feel so far out of reach so once you do it just be open to learn at the same time yes definitely i think find your group find your main group because you know we we could have done this but 
it wouldn't have been as special, I think, without the people that we've had supporting us this whole time. Like, shout out to our parents. We yeah, we nicknamed them our sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> They've just been so amazing throughout this whole process. Um, I thank you is an understatement to In, both of them. Including and all of our, like, All of our friends. friends, which we call our biggie ambassadors. Yeah, all of our <laughs> friends are ambassadors. Yeah, they've been awesome. They'll, you know, share it to their stories. They coming you know, to our events. They network for us. They they tell people like, oh, you know, hit up our friends, our graphic designers, they do this. Yeah. So I mean, shout out to shout out to everybody because they've been amazing. Without their love, without their support, we would not be doing this still. You know, we would have to be doing our corporate jobs. You know. Yeah. So, so thank you to our family and friends for loving us and helping us. It's been amazing. I love you guys. You're so sweet. So I want to ask you another question before we get to the end here. Were you two raised um, speaking both English and Spanish? Yes. Like, yeah, a mixture. Um, Especially with, like, our grandparents who don't speak much English. So we naturally had to speak Spanish anyway. Um, I will say I'm, I'm not as fluent as I wish I was. Um, but it, you know, I know enough to survive and, you know, conversate. So, I mean, that, that's really, that's great. And, you know, hopefully after this pandemic, like we, we talked about, I would love, or we would love to go back to Ecuador and, you know, celebrate and just live life out there for a little bit. Yeah. My big dream is to maybe move to Ecuador for like a year and we'll be immerse, in immerse yeah, yeah, like That'd deeply, really yeah. But as far as the, our culture, our parents keep it alive in the house. For sure. And we wake up every morning to salsa and like, oh my um, gosh, the bachata. Our dad, you know, loving Mark Anthony, so that's always playing in here. You <laughs> just tapped into my childhood. I know. <laughs> Saturday morning while Absolutely. our mom's cleaning. <laughs> so, where in Ecuador is your family from? So our mom is from Manta, and then dad from Guayaquil. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. My dad's from Guayaquil. It oh. is beautiful. I love it out there. For like the first time, when when was we went like 2018? Why was it 2018? It might have been. I think it was that time. It's 2017 or 2018. One of those years. 2018. It was. Oh, okay. Um, 2018, that was like the first time that we kind of got to see more of like Guayaquil and more of like my dad's side of the family. Um, Cause usually we don't get to stay out there as long as we want, but um, this time we got to stay out there for like about a month, I would say. Yeah. And I got to celebrate my birthday out there and it was just so cool seeing our cousins that we haven't seen in like years, yes. like ages. So seeing them and they were about like our age. So it was kind of cool to talk to them and see like, how you know they go to school and they kind oh my gosh of and the clubs there. over there oh, are they're so, so much fun. fun i love them oh my god i've gosh. never sweated that much <laughs> in my when i tell life. you we came out drenched <laughs> completely drenched we were dancing from like maybe eight to like 3 a.m like it was so in. much fun it was I, so much fun. i just love the, the fun the music the food the people Warm, it's just yeah. it's an experience I can't wait to go back. That's so exciting. Yes. Yes. Please, uh, if you go, take pictures for us. If we go around the same time, hit us up. Oh my gosh, yes. (laughs) That'd be so cool. (laughs) We might even have to plan that. That would be awesome. That that would be really cool. Literally. When are you trying to go back? 
I'll say as soon as I feel very safe again. Yeah, once yeah. these uh these pandemic times are a bit less pandemic-y. Yep, that's yeah. a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Another yeah. year, probably. I hear you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think about a year. I think once we'll- I mean, it'll be really cool. Like once I'm done with school, I would love to kind of go there and take, would, a, take a nice long break. Present. Yes. Yes. That's you know I'm on my list. Yeah. Just say. <laughs> yep. So we usually like to end things out with my favorite question: How do you recognize someone from Virginia or specifically Norfolk, Virginia Beach? That's a good question. That is a great question. Uh, for me, that one's a hard one. Well. I'm thinking of Virginia Beach specifically because mm-hmm. I always see like a lot of skateboarders. <laughs> skateboarders with a wispy hair. Um, well, I'll say now I see a lot of people repping, you know, like the, the something in the water. Yeah. Or, you know what? It's also easy to tell because of all the local businesses and like the merch that I've seen, you know, like just circulating in the area. Oh it's my been- gosh, Wawa. The Wawa. <laughs> Anyone who knows Wawa. The Wawa. Yeah, gas stations are big here. Yeah. If no, but it's seriously because I had a conversation with someone. Oh, oh man, I forgot who. Um, but they were talking about how like it was their first time like seeing a Wawa in real life. Oh, that's weird. And I was just like, they're all over the place, or even like Farm Fresh. Oh, like, the chicken. I know. R.I.P. That was a, that was a time. So if they bring up those words, oh, sorry, they're all hitting me right now. If someone says I'm weak, oh yeah, it de- the 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 words here are different. Yeah, like when I hear that vernacular, I'm just like, oh, you are from East Coast, maybe a little south. Or everyone's like, oh, the two up, two down. Two up, two down. Yeah. Two up, yeah. two down. Or they're like, oh, I'm from the seven five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As far as, yeah, the only things I could think of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's very, like, Virginia to me. In high school, we called it the Seven Nickel Seven. The Seven Nickel Seven. That's actually new for me. <laughs> I've never, I've never heard, heard that one. That. I've always heard Seven Five, like, they even short it to Seven Five or Seven Five Seven. Man. Mm-hmm. Or if people know what, like, DMV or Norva is, you're mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. True, yeah. true. Norva's huge. Oh wait, not Norva. Nova. Wow. Well, I heard Norva. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. But I was thinking of Nova, like Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. They call it Nova up there. Pongo. <laughs> oh, Pongo. <laughs> if you know Pongo. That's yeah, yeah. We really do oh. have our own lingo out here. Oh, yeah, it's totally a thing. Look, people, people sleep on um, VA as a whole. So um, Virginia is amazing. Yeah. I swear we have like such a like a hybrid of like environments because we have like this very city city place of Norfolk and then you have like the really beachy like farmland out in like Pungo or like the ocean front. Look you get like, it all here. Pungo is so pretty especially <laughs> is, like during like sunrise sunset. Oh wait where was the the sunflower fields? I don't remember. I want to say that was out in Pungo. Probably back there. I think it was in Yeah. And it's like super close to North Carolina. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's you. Oh, Virginia is for lovers. I've seen that a lot now. Yeah. I've seen that on license plates a lot here. Yeah, because they're from Virginia. They've been 
redoing that campaign. I've seen Virginia is for filmmakers or Virginia is for film lovers. Virginia is for um, like Virginia for graphic designers. For graphic designers. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite area out here? I think we're biased. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, living both in VB and Norfolk, I think Norfolk has been a little bit more of our speed. Yeah. Like just more of like, we lived in a very like suburban neighborhood, a beautiful neighborhood. Um, but I think we've always loved the city. So we've, we kind of wanted to live somewhere that was, we would always see people yeah. and, you know, things going on. And Norfolk, it's big and small enough for me, you know, where Same. it's like, I know I have like my regulars around here where it's like, oh, hey, like my neighbor. But it still feels like a city when like when you go out at night. Yeah. Because, like, I feel like I love New York, absolutely love, adore New York, but I feel like I would just be so anxious all the time because I'm missing out on all these events. But in Norfolk, I feel like you can kind of attack the ones that you really, really want to go to and you'll know about them, too. Yeah. For me, I think I'm going to, like, base it on nostalgia. Just, like, I love Lansdowne Commons because I have so many memories (laughs) there. (laughs) On Samnick. IHOP. Shout out to IHOP. Shout out to IHOP. Um... I I love Granby Street. I like basically it's restaurant lane because all Ghent. the restaurants Ghent is anywhere in Ghent. Um, Cobblestone is beautiful, but Budatour Street. That's where I had um, like one of my first hipster coffee house experiences oh. at Cure oh. Coffee House. My favorite, um, the Pagoda area. I love Pagoda. I yes. always. And I try to make this part of like my kind of like self-care routine where I get to at least once a week go to the, the benches and I go all the way to the last bench and I just, I'll sit there, I'll read or I'll design for a couple hours. That sounds beautiful. Thank you. Tell me if I'm wrong, but from what I've been hearing, Gianna, it sounds like you observe more of the places but you design the people, and Brandon, it kind of sounds like you observe the people, but design the spaces. Oh, wow, that was amazing. <laughs> wow, psychoanalyze us more. <laughs> we were just red, <laughs> like up and down. Actually, yeah, that is weird. That's very accurate. I feel like she she just helped us realize that. Oh, that is so strange. It's <laughs> very true. But yeah, I don't know, I just think, Personally, I just find it easier to to create the, the place. I don't know. Yeah, and I feel the same way about making people. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Well, that's why she's my yang to my yang. Or what? Yep. Yeah. That works. Uh, and you're even dressed like it. Oh yeah. So <laughs> a little a little thing about whenever you see us, we're whenever we're on Biggie business, we always wear black and white because that's kind of like our brand mm-hmm. colors. Yep. So we always trying to always trying to find a like uh just a color scheme to always represent ourselves so yeah. when we're out in public people know who we are yep <laughs> oh i love that thank you That's awesome. yeah trying to bring our brand to life <laughs> thank you both so much for coming out today and doing this for me uh, thank you thank you You're for doing so much for us. us yeah i love this literally so beautiful. Like once you reached out to us, we're like, oh my god, we're like, we're like, absolutely, yeah, say yes right now, <laughs> literally. So thank you for just giving us time to speak with you and um, about our journey and stuff. 
Absolutely. Anytime. You two stay well. Best of luck with everything. And I will be here to you again soon. Likewise. Have a good one. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. And remember to follow Love Letters to Virginia podcast on Instagram. Love Letters to Virginia on TikTok. By the way, the Love Letters to Virginia website is officially up. So if you are looking for any updates or if you want to find the easiest way to connect with me to be on the show, go to loveletterstovirginia.com.